Welcome. My name is Jesse and you are listening to The Wake Up Call. This show is about opening your eyes to how you've been living, bringing awareness to the standard you've been operating at, and helping you start living to your full potential. There are two ways I'll help you do this. One, by disciplining your mind, and two, by strengthening your body. It's time to take stock of your current performance and go to the next level. Let's do this. And we are back for another episode of The Wake Up Call. Today is episode 64, and today I'm gonna take you guys through the alphabet. In particular, I wanna go over one letter, the letter P. I wanna help you set yourself up for success in life with what is called the six Ps. And I'll get to what those six Ps are in a moment. But first of all, we're gonna kick this episode off with a very short quote. Fail to prepare, prepare to fail. Planning, in life, whatever endeavor that you go into, is key to your success. It will either make or break you. Planning is the key to success in anything that you do, whether it be your career, your family, your physical life, or even any social goals that you might have. And this is what you need to put through your head. Preparation should precede action. You have to organize and understand the direction that you wanna go and where is your true north. And you wanna think of this as basically the compass which guides your life and daily decisions. So if you know, let's say for example, you live in Perth, let's say you wanna go from you know, Coburn to Joondalup, you know that you have to travel north. There's no point you getting on Leach Highway traveling east. That's not going to get you to where you wanna go. So first of all, you have to know where you are. Where are you right now? So this is your start point. Where is your end point or end destination that you'd love to be? And then you can actually start the car and start traveling in that direction. Otherwise, if you just get in the car and you've never gone down that path before, or there's roadworks and you don't know how to overcome those roadworks and get back onto the freeway and travel north, you're never gonna get there. The same thing is true for your life, your body, your career, your personal situation, self, how you actually operate and how you live. You need to understand what is important to you, what are your core values, and what is true north. True north means that you know if you keep doing what you're doing, you will get to your ideal or ultimate destination. And you will also know through the correct planning and preparation when you start veering off track. So that if you do hit a road bump, or if you do run into some roadworks, or if there's a crash, or some kind of, you know, something that brings you to a halt and makes you reassess your situation. Do you have a strategy in place to either go through, go around, go over, or go underneath so you can keep going forward? You still have to get to your true north. And this, this is what I'm trying to get to you guys. The point is, there's no point in you taking massive action, You know, signing up for a new gym membership, buying hundreds of dollars worth of supplements, buying expensive training gear and all of this different stuff. You know, it might be a training app, whatever. It might be, you know, you buy 16 recipe books to try and improve your nutrition. There's no point in you doing all of these things if you don't understand where True North is. Because you could be buying all of this stuff or spending all of this time and effort and energy. But if it's on the wrong stuff, if you're doing things which aren't taking you towards True North or which aren't suitable for you, what's the point? 
There's no point in you heading in the wrong direction. You won't be able to take the right actions, operate optimally, if you aren't ready and prepared for what your priorities are. So just recently, like literally within the last 15 minutes, I had uh, I was tagged in a post and someone within my local area wanted to, she wanted to know more about the keto diet and this fasting thing, lol. That's what she wrote, lol. First of all, I, I actually posed a different question. I, look, I looked at the thread or that comment and I saw everybody's different posts and everybody's an expert on the internet. Everyone's a fucking expert. Oh, do this. Oh, my friend lost 25 kilos so you can do it too. Oh, there's this group over here. You'll love it. It's going to be amazing. I lost 22 kilos myself. I'm not a qualified coach, but I can teach you how to do it too. Oh my goodness. That's a bit of that's the extent of my rant. I don't want to go much further down that rabbit hole or else this will be an hour long podcast. Um, but what I'm trying to say is I, I actually posed a different comment to the rest of the people who commented. People got tagged and someone said this group, that group. I actually asked a couple of questions. I, I asked this this individual, I asked her, it's like, hey, I uh, just wanted to know a bit more about your situation. You know, why are you looking at doing keto and fasting? You know, what's the purpose? Um, because for a lot of times, and this isn't me bagging out fasting or keto. They can be terrific types of dieting strategies to lose weight and to get healthy. I'm not knocking them. But what I was actually asking this person was, why are you interested in doing keto? Why do you want to do fasting? Because a lot of times people do specific diets. They jump on a training program or a bandwagon or, ooh, a blue car, ooh, a butterfly. They get attracted to what's popular, the latest fad, gimmick, or ad that you see pop up on your Facebook or Instagram feed. And it catches your attention and you think, oh, that's had a lot of likes or, you know, so-and-so celebrity got in great shape. Maybe it'll work for me too. Maybe it will, maybe it won't. But the point I'm trying to get across here is there's no point in this individual doing keto, going on the ketogenic diet or fasting if it's not a good fit for her. It could be really a good fit, but it might not be as well. But all I was trying to do is figure out, you know, what are you trying to do it for? What's the purpose? And then you can go from there. All right. Um, but this is what I want to get back to is preparation, planning in life. And you've gone through these different stages where you know you've got to plan and prepare. You know, in primary school, high school, TAFE, university, if you had an exam, a lecture, a test, for example, you would have had ample preparation time to study, review your notes, do a little bit of uh, you know prior testing, like a, a mock test, to see if you are actually ready for the real deal. The same thing is true for, for your life. Every single day, you have an opportunity. These are opportunities for you to get better and make yourself a higher level operator. This means you function to a higher level each day, each week, each month, each year. But you can't do it without the right type of preparation. So I've got a couple questions that I wanna ask you. And this will help organize, this will tell you in black and white what your priorities are. Are you planning and preparing accordingly? Let's find out. 
Did you forget to set your alarm clock? This is something I hear a lot of people struggle with is, oh, how do you get up early? Or, you know, I'm always struggling to get out the door in the morning. Whoa, did you set your alarm clock? It's a very simple thing. Most people have an alarm clock setting on their phone. It's a default program or app on your phone. Most people have their phone in their pocket or within arm's reach all day long. How can you forget to set your alarm? It's within your fucking arm's reach most of the day. But let's say you did forget to set your alarm clock. Enjoy waking up in a rush, freaking out, and being in a state of panic to begin your day. That's what a lack of preparation can lead to. Did you forget to fuel up your car? If so, you risk having to, to you know, run your fuel tank empty or be stranded on the side of the road when you essentially go from, there's the full tank, it goes all the way down to E and beyond E and you're stuck. This is what happens with a lack of planning and preparation. Did you forget your drink bottle for training? Well, this is what might have to happen now. If you forget to bring a full drink bottle, not an empty one, not a half full, not a quarter full, a full drink full of water for your physical training, you're going to have to experience thirst for an hour. Maybe you forgot your iPod or your music for training. Ah, oh, don't you hate it when you forget your music and you gotta to listen to that garbage on the radio or that pop music, I know I do. If that ever happens to you, maybe you have to train without music, in silence. Or maybe you do have to listen to that stuff, or worse, the radio, with all of those great ads and great hosts. If you forget to cook your meals, you know, bit of meal preparation, you forget to cook food that lines up with your goals. You got a couple options here. You can choose to eat nothing, or you can find something else which may or may not help you towards your goals. Lack of preparation. Forgot your training gear. This one here, this one will be an absolute joy. If you're on the receiving end of this, it'll be great for you to experience. And if somebody else forgets it and you happen to witness it, it could be a laugh as well. If you forget your training gear, you might feel a little weird, but maybe let's say you do decide to do this and go on train. You're gonna to have to train in your work shoes, dress pants, and a button-up shirt. Imagine that. Lack of preparation, forgot your gear, didn't make time to pack your bag. That's what might have to happen to you. And here's the thing, I've worked in gyms for a number of years now, and I've got my own facility, my own private training facility. I would actually accept somebody training in that attire. As long as they don't do anything stupid, they have enclosed footwear, they're not showing off any excess skin, so there's no nip slips. You know, those guys who wear singlets or stringlets where, you know, they got a quarter of their body covered. And if they've got a towel as well, fantastic. Which brings me to the next one. Imagine you forget to pack your towel. No towel, no training. You set yourself up for the day, you've got all your training gear, and you open your bag. Oh no, I forgot my training towel. You've driven all the way to the gym, or you go, for your session, ah, I've got my towel. What do you do? Maybe you've got a hoodie. Maybe you can use that to wipe the sweat off. But if you forget your towel, maybe it's no training for you that day. Tough shit. Let's say you're taking part in the 30 day cold shower challenge and you forgot to take a cold shower in the morning. You could be on day two, day four, day 10. You could be on day 29 and if you're part of that cold shower challenge and you forgot to take one that day, bam, straight back to day one, start again. Are these excessive? Is what I'm saying too 
full on? Is it too harsh? Are they too extreme? It's all a matter of perspective. My perspective is no. Those consequences are equal to the actions. They all have solutions if you choose to have solutions for them, but they also leave you in a state that leaves you not being able to operate to the best of your ability. Whether it be training, whether it be nutrition, whether it be your career, whether it be even just being able to rock up to work on time. Uh, on time. It all comes down to preparation. Some people might think, oh, Jesse, you're an absolute asshole. You won't let somebody train because they don't have a towel. Well, am I an asshole? Am I the one who forgot the towel? No. When you have clear standards and you set them, it is your job to uphold them. I have, I have clear expectations for my clients, but I also have clear expectations for myself. How I operate Jesse Fuller. So that you can think that what I'm saying here is too extreme. That's fine. Or is it that you should have been better prepared yourself? And I'm gonna take you through the six Ps now. And hopefully this will shed some light on what I mean by preparation, planning and organizing yourself and your days so that you can actually operate at your 100% or as close to that level as possible. The six Ps are going to raise your standards and it's gonna prepare you for success both inside and outside of the gym. Six Ps. Proper preparation prevents piss poor performance. I'm gonna repeat that. So if you wanna take notes and write this down, go for it. Proper preparation prevents piss poor performance. When you do not prepare yourself well, you know from experience that you do not function well. When you fly by the seat of your pants, make things up as you go, it's not smooth sailing. I'm gonna give you some examples now. When I was doing the 75 hard challenge program, I should say, 75 hard program, I didn't take a progress photo. So one of the requirements, this is the standard for 75 hard, you must take a progress photo every single day, along with a host of other things. I think it was around day 10 or day 12, thereabouts. I didn't take a photo. I was going for one of my outdoor workouts. I was going for my morning walk. And I looked back on my phone and I was like, where's the photo? And I looked at the date, that was from two days before. There was none from yesterday. And then it hit me. I actually didn't take a photo. So I had to start again. That's the consequence. The, the standards were clear. They were, it's in black and white. I know the standards, I knew them. And I didn't do it. So that's what had to happen. When I was working at a rec center, I used to lock people out and refuse them entry to my classes. This is several, this was many years ago, but I used to lock people out and say, no, you cannot come in if they weren't there for the warm up. So my sessions, I, I had a bit of a reputation because I would run my sessions differently to everybody else. Typically group fitness classes, you would see somebody up on the stage with a microphone, and basically it's follow the leader. You've got one person doing the exercise. Basically they're training themselves and a group full of people. I would never do that. I never did do that. I still don't do that. My thought process is as a coach, as a trainer, I'm there to help you. I'm not there to train. I'll train in my own time. I'll find, I will make time to do it outside of session times. But anyway, 
6 a.m. Everybody who was there as a regular, because I'll just have my regular core group of people who would come in, they would be ready and we would start the warm up. If I had anybody rock up after the warm up, I don't care if they're running to get there, I would say, I'm sorry, I can't actually allow you in this class because it's a health risk. I had, I'm not going to spend time to help get you warm again. We've just done five, six, seven minutes of a warm up. You weren't here for it. This also tells me that this person is not serious about their training. And I would see this. I would be you know, walking around the gym floor and going from the weights room to the cardio section. And I would see other instructors letting people in five, six, seven minutes late. And for me, that is a big no-no. If you've got the same people rocking up late every single time, they're never going to learn. They're never going to change the way that they operate and the way that they live because there's no repercussions. I would have some people who would turn up late, they would do it once, they would either rock up early next time or I would never see them again. You might think it's harsh, but that's my standard. The class, it says on the whiteboard, it says on the timetable, 6 a.m. That's when the class starts. Make sure you're there. I also made somebody train in work boots. This is last year. This is 2020 or 2019, I can't remember now. I actually made somebody train in work boots. He forgot his training shoes. He forgot his uh, his joggers or his training shoes. He looked in his bag, he's like, oh, Jesse, I forgot my training shoes. Oh, well, looks like you're training in work boots. You can still train, it's not gonna feel as comfortable. Good. Find a solution, work around it. I've even given out 170 burpees because people could not follow clear, detailed instructions that were set out in an email. You might think 170 burpees, whoa, that's ridiculous. That's way too harsh, Jesse. You're crazy. Well, I'm not crazy. I am a person of high standards, and of people paying attention to detail. I do my very best to think before I speak. I do my very best to organize my words so they represent exactly what I want them to. And so things are in black and white. A couple people didn't read the fine print. They didn't abide by what I had requested of them. They thought, ah, oh, no, that's okay. I won't, I won't worry about that one, or I'll, I'll just do things my way. That'll be fine. That's fine. You can do your thing. You can do things your way. Just understand that, you know, if I say, you know, be here at six o'clock, I do mean six o'clock, like we're starting, not six o one. Again, it comes down to standards. The last example I'm going to give you is this one. I have a a book club for people who I work with and coach. And I loan out books to people who I think it'll be a good fit for. So if somebody's struggling with, you know, understanding or having a growth mindset, I might loan them the book Mindset. If somebody needs a bit of a kick up the ass, I might give them a book by Craig Harper called Pull Your Finger Out and so forth. Anyway, I gave somebody a book called Extreme Ownership. I've mentioned this book before. The title of the book kind of gives away what it's about taking ownership of anything and everything that is in your life, that is in your control. Not just ownership, 
extreme ownership. There's no one else to blame. You cannot pass the buck to anybody else. The buck stops with you. Anybody. Anyway, I gave this person four weeks to complete the book, as I do with everybody. They got four weeks to read the book. So if you do it for 10 pages a day or thereabouts, you'll complete most books in that time frame. Anyway, four weeks go by. Hey, is the book done? No. Okay, what's going on? Uh, life's been busy, I've had this and this. Okay. All right, you've got another week. How'd you go? Did you get the book done? How many more pages did you get done? Uh, I got another couple pages. It's not great, but it's better than not reading it at all. So I said, you've got one more week. But if you don't get it done, I asked the person, I said, do you think you can get it done in a week? Will you get it done in a week? They look me in the eye, yes, I'll get it done. Awesome, that's a commitment. When you make a commitment, the goal is to fulfill that commitment. So the book is Extreme Ownership. They've got one more week to complete it. That week goes by, we come in for a training session. Is the book done? This person looks at the ground, shakes their head. No, the book is not done. Okay, I grab the book off them. I see where they're up to. It's about 190 pages to go. So we've had about six weeks to read about 300 pages. Hasn't been done, there's 190 left. Okay, 190 pages, one burpee per page. That's 190 burpees, please and thank you. Preparation, people, preparation. When you set a goal, a standard, and you fall below the standard, it erodes part of your character. This is when you start feeling shit. You said you're gonna do something, you didn't do it. You're gonna feel bad, as you should. You didn't hold up your end of the bargain. When you fall short, you feel crap. When you meet the standard or exceed the standard, you feel good. This is how confidence is built. If there are no repercussions, if you do not hold yourself to the standard in some way, shape or form, your actions, your habits, your behaviors will not change. And I've told this story before, but I'm gonna tell it again because it, it needs to be told. When I was young, I, I've, had, I've had coaches in several forms since childhood. So I understand the value of having a coach and what it does for you. I remember my good coaches, I remember them vividly. They all gave something to me in some way or form. They helped me grow. I remember when I used to live in Bunbury and I would play for Mandra. So the, the standard of football for anybody who doesn't know is better in you know the city than it is in rural areas. Anyway, mum would drive me up to football twice a week for training and then games on the weekend. So three times a week. And when I was 12, we went to training. I had a look in my bag, because we'll get there early so I can warm up before the team gets there and whatever. Anyway, I forgot my shin pads. She told me, so she had to race around and try and find me some shin pads. Anyway, she looked me in the eye and she said, if you ever forget your shin pads again, I'm not driving you up to training. Crystal clear, I, message received. This is 12 years old. An ultimatum was made. You know what to bring for your football training. 
Yes or no? Absolutely, I know exactly what to bring to training. I've done it several times before, I've done it hundreds of times before. Anyway, I forgot something. So she said, you either bring your, your shin pads or we don't come to training. These, those are the options. These are the choices you have, Jesse. Which one do you want to do? Since then, I have not forgotten a single item for training or game days. Not once. I'm now 29 years old. So after that one instance, I have not forgotten a single item. I have always been prepared completely for my training or my games in for 17 years. Because of because my mum held the line and did not say, oh, it's no big deal, that's fine. She made that a teaching moment, a moment that I wouldn't forget, and I haven't forgotten, and I probably won't, I've, and I've got now kind of a bit of OCD when it comes towards it, but I kind of use that to my advantage now. But this is what I'm saying, when your standards are low, or you don't set any standards, or if you do set them and you do not uphold them, you're going to let things slide. You will regress. You will go backwards. One poor decision leads to another poor decision. And these small, these small errors and these mistakes that you make will become more frequent and they will go from small problems to large problems. If you do not solve it, if you do not fix the negative behavior or hold the line and maintain the standard. This leads to a lack of discipline and you taking the easy route. And then that becomes your new normal. Suddenly, your standards, which used to be high, become just above average. And then you get complacent and you think, oh, that's okay, I'm still above average. And then what happens when you make a mistake or you don't prepare appropriately or you don't plan for the worst case scenario? Something fucks up, you've had a bad day, things get really busy at work or at home, and then you fall below the line. You are now operating at average. Average is now your new normal. And then all of a sudden, your mindset starts to shift. That's okay, I'm the same as anybody else. I'm not any worse than anybody else, but I'm not better. But I'm the same as everyone else. So it's okay, I'm with the masses, I'm with the majority, I'm, I'm comfortable with that. You've gone, you've now taken yourself from I want big goals, I have ambitions, targets that I want to achieve to, okay, I let myself slide a little bit, I'm still better than the rest, and now you're just with the masses. You are living in mediocrity because these small decisions, your lack of preparation, your poor planning leads to lack of discipline, poor decisions, change in attitude, and a low level of standards and it's all a mindset thing. And this can be changed. Either way, it can take you from low to high, and it can also take you from high to low. Unless you have a penalty, a repercussion, a consequence, or a sanction for not maintaining or exceeding the standard, you will go backwards. Make no mistake about it. Your preparation will determine your performance in all of your areas of life. It's not one of these things where you excel over here on the left and then you can carry it over to the right. 
If you're poor in one area, that will seep into another area. If you are strong in one area, you can use those same character traits and bring them across to other areas. Poor preparation equals poor performance. Great preparation equals great performance. When you prepare the right way, you know you can excel and do well because your kit is ready, your mind is switched on, and your level of attention is high. Nothing gets by you, and you have contingencies, contingencies in place for the worst case scenario. So if you're going to the gym, and you know that you cannot live without your earphones, maybe you buy two sets. Maybe you have your, what's the iPhone one? Earbuds or, I, I don't know, the iPod, the, the, ear, the wireless headphones. See, I still have an iPod bloody shuffle, so I don't understand with these um, wireless things. But anyway, if you know you can't live without headphones, maybe you buy a cheap set and you keep them in your bag so that in case you do forget them, you've got a backup. Maybe you know that your water kind of runs empty towards the end of the day and you just want to get out of the office really quickly so you don't fill it up. Maybe you keep a spare bottle of water in your car. When you know what is important to you, when you know your highest values, you will prepare to the highest degree so you can operate to the highest degree. Hope for the best, plan for the worst. Make sure that your preparation is to the highest level and that you're ready. Ready for what you ask? For anything and everything that life throws your way. If you loved the wake up call, found it entertaining or got some benefit out of listening, I would appreciate you helping me to spread the word. Please share it with a friend or on social media so that you can pay it forward and give someone else the opportunity to improve themselves like you just have. Thanks for listening. We'll see you soon for another episode.